Hello, this is Danielle Gaudet. Courtney Lindop. Linda Yunjin. And you're listening to the For a New Humanity podcast from Earth Management TV. This episode is about coexisting, how we affect each other every day. So, all right, guys, I have something I need to get off my chest. Coexisting seems like such a great idea, but is it really possible? I feel that humanity has come way too far in our separation, in our judgments, in our fighting. There are multiple wars going on right now, civil wars, riots, so much distrust and disrest. Is it truly possible for us to come together at this point, have we gone too far? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't help but agree with you. It, it's, it's really bad out there, but I don't think it's so much about whether it's possible or not, but that it's, it's necessary, it's natural, and it already exists. We're, we're already connected to each other in so many ways, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. You can't really deny uh, that we are connected to each other. Yeah, definitely. I think if we look closely, we can see there's many ways that we are connected with each other on those levels that you just mentioned. And even to speak to what uh, Linda's talking about, how the fighting also is affecting each other. Yeah. So Courtney, you mentioned about the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual connection that we naturally have. So that's an interesting place for us to start our conversation. So out of all those things, let's first talk about how we're physically connected to each other, because I think that's the most obvious thing that we can see and we can agree on. Because I mean, this this Earth does have a population of 8 billion people and it keeps growing and growing and growing. The world is overpopulating and you can feel it. The cities are getting more crowded. So I think from that, just like physically seeing multiple people around you, we can all understand no matter what kind of level of like spiritual belief or anything that you are at, we can all understand that we're not in this world alone. At least that much we understand. And we're the only, we're not the only people who are alive because even when I look to my left and look to my right, immediately I can see people with all different types of skin color, gender, different beliefs, you know, different religions, different backgrounds, different nationalities. So many people of diverse backgrounds all around me, every direction I look. So I think that's the first thing that's the most obvious, how we're all connected to each other physically, because we're all human beings that are inhabiting this planet together. Yeah. And not just, you know, looking around you, but our actions affect other people. That becomes very clear very quickly. You, you can't take too many actions that only affect yourself because we just we don't live in a vacuum. And and it exists already out in nature. Like look at almost every ecosystem, all organisms, they, they rely on each other in various ways. They have these complex relationships um, that they need to survive. Like, like, like look at flowers and pollinators, things like that. It, it, it's everywhere in nature, the interconnectedness. Right. I mean, even just just even look at COVID. I mean, oh, God, please. I don't not, that <laughs> not the C word. <laughs> I know I I hate to bring it up I'm sorry but that's what I that's what I think about when I first think about inter our interconnectedness and and you you brought up ecosystems 
Yeah, I mean, we're sharing the same air. So a tiny little virus goes out and it doesn't just infect the area, you know, where it begins or the community around it. It's spread out all over the world. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think I think through COVID, everyone realized how connected we are. We're all locked down together. We're all under the same kind of guidelines together because of this virus. And if it's happening in the air, it's also happening in, with the water and it's happening with the soil where we may not see it as clearly right now, but we know for sure we're all 100% clear that it's happening with the air. And so now people are more conscious of their masks and what they're going to share, whose oxygen they're going to share themselves with. So just, just from that perspective, I think people are starting to realize about this physical world. That's an amazing point, actually. I think COVID broke the illusion that we are separate. Mm-hmm. Just, you, you couldn't deny that we're not connected. 100%. Right. Right. And like not to um, give any credit to COVID, but to just sort of play on that. If you look at also, I think there was probably a huge increase of people being on social media and on the Internet because of COVID. And then that's where we can see the emotional and mental connectedness of humanity. And that's what I said sort of before speaking to what Linda had said, how, you know, it looks so grim out there and people are all fighting. And if you see social media, there's a lot of negativity. And then you can see how that's affecting each other. Emotionally, too, people are being hurt and people are having an increase of anxiety and depression. So emotionally, we are connecting. We're totally connected. And, you know, that's like the negative side, but there can be the positive of that too, right? So people are putting joy out there, hope. That also, you know, if I'm in a bad mood and I go on and I read a bright, happy, loving message, a message that inspires me to love myself or something like that, then now my mood is changing. So we completely affect each other through emotion, which really is transmitting through this energy wave, right? So like if I'm happy, you might be happy. And if you're angry, I'm going to feel that way and get angry. So we yeah. can see it in many places. Yeah. And Danielle, you know, I really love how you brought up something that really shows the interconnectedness of life, but not totally in a visible way, because social media, as you mentioned, is such an important part of culture these days. And we're so interconnected on social media, more in more depth than what might be apparent on the surface. I think people can understand that like, yeah, you're connected to people. You can talk to someone in China. You can talk to someone in South Africa. You can communicate with people that you don't have to physically be next to. But then at the same time, a little deeper layer than just that kind of connection is the fact that the type of content that's being put out there by content creators, or even if you're not a content creator and you just like put up a funny video or you put up something, the type of content you put out there And the person that is watching your content, you guys are connected through that energy. Because if I put out something that maybe, you know, is negative, or if I put out something that not necessarily is putting out a positive vibration out into the world, like, you know, people put like racy photos of themselves or like some kind of like, like them pulling a really bad kind of mean prank on somebody. And like, it might feel good to me to just post that because I feel like I'm, oh yeah, I'm free to express myself. 
But then you don't think about the person on the other side of that content who is watching your content and is mentally, emotionally affected by that content. And who knows? It might really trigger a very, very harsh negative response from them based on their own experience. So like me also, like I really like going to museums. When I go look at some artwork, maybe the painter didn't have any intention of like putting out negative content out there. But sometimes when you see somebody's art, you can feel the distress. You can feel the depression. You can feel the darkness. And for some reason that I can't explain, I'm a affected by that like I feel like this cloud of darkness looming over me after I have just consumed that type of information so I think in that way we have to really address how invisibly we are constantly affecting each other through what we put out and what the receiver gets right right that's with like everything right it's not just social media but books have a certain kind of energy music has a certain kind of energy I, I'm really, really sensitive. So those kind of invisible things we would, I get really confused. Like, why would I be hit with these kind of heavy emotions by looking at a piece of art? Why would I be so overwhelmed when I watch a, a, a sad, a sad movie? It's because there's, there's energy behind what people are putting out. And, and it's really that energy that is, that is connecting uh, us to that, to those pieces of art, to, to each other. Um, that's where the emotion is. It, it, that's what's connecting us. Yeah. And I just, I just kind of want to say like, and I think that's why something like our podcast and what we're doing is so important because, you know, it just might seem like three women just sitting down and have a conversation. It's like, it's like just, you know, them expressing themselves is not a big deal, but actually like just saying this kind of stuff and like putting this idea, this kind of vibration and frequency out there, talking about these things, I think is putting out a certain kind of energy out into the world. Like we could be sitting here talking about anything. There's so many topics we could be talking about, but what we say determines what kind of frequency we put out in the world. So I, I don't know. I just wanted to say like, I think that's why like us like and other people who are also making content say things, do things, and put out a vibration that raises the frequency of the earth rather than putting it down. Yeah, yeah. I also feel a lot of gratitude for all the people who are putting out positive healing content. Because I think this connects to, to your point, it connects us to the spiritual part, the way we're spiritually connected. I mean, energy, the way I understand and experience energy, I know when I feel energy, it connects me to my spiritual self. And so this spiritual part here in this, in this example is like the information and consciousness part, which is even more invisible than the energy, right? Like energy, maybe we can feel, I can feel you're sad or, oh, I feel heavy inside. But information, I don't even know what I feel, but it just quickly went in. And now it's like working and moving in my brain and affecting my consciousness. And like you just said earlier, Linda, that through social media, we're connected to people all over the world. It's truly like a tiny little village. We're like an earth village now. So this consciousness spreads out really, really fast. So one piece of news can spread around the world in, in a very short time. And then what happens? You get bad news and immediately you're down, you're scared, 
you're hopeless, you're lost, you're worried about the future. Or you get really positive news, something really hopeful, maybe hopeful for humanity, like we're trying to talk about here. And then instantly you feel relief and you feel lighter and you feel happier and you feel hope and you want to go, you know, share some good information or love with somebody. Like inner moment information connects us and then affects us in a huge way. So I think what you're both saying about artists and all of that, it's really important. People have to be really careful with the kind of information that they're putting out there. It may be fun, like you said, in the moment, but actually has a huge effect on people. Are you scaring people on social media? You know, are you worrying them? Because that's going to affect a person's mental and physical health. So what are we putting out there, right? Yeah. And that can affect, you know, the naysayers too that might look at something like this or or might look at, at the world and just have no hope. Like it's just, we've gone too far. That that's the reality of the situation. Like we're we're all doomed, and 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 that's my belief because it's based in reality. But if you really do believe that, you know, whatever you're putting out there at any given time can make a difference and can make that shift, um, ripples of hope just move out into the world, and they're not just like frou frou ideas. They can turn into something bigger, and they can be affecting, um, you know. Maybe we won't see it right away, but they do make some sort of impact and some sort of difference. Yeah, I agree. All the little things are very important to make a bigger wave. Yeah. And like we talk about on EMTV, then why we we advocate for for meditation is is that's what can help facilitate feelings of of hope, really feelings of, of peace, mindfulness, uh, self-reflection. Um, help us to deepen our understanding, our 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 feeling of being interconnected um, and of unity uh, on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important. It it, it makes us, reminds us to be kinder to each other. It reminds us to be responsible. So that's why we're a big big advocate of, of uh, meditation at EMTB. And that's a very important message for our very individualistic, separated world. That. Yes, it's okay to express yourself. Yes, it's okay to feel free, but do it in a way that's responsible. And know that like for the sake of my freedom and my like free spirit and individuality and expression, am I just doing good for me and not caring about how this ripples affects into other people who may be watching me? There might be somebody, there might like there could be somebody who's watching me as kind of a role model and I don't even know it, you know? So right. so when I'm not saying like me personally, but like <laughs> like you as a person, there might be somebody looking at you like a role model and you don't realize it. So like you being like all free and independent and individualistic, like our society very, very much praises that kind of behavior, I feel like. But the other side of that is doing that is perfectly fine doing that, but doing it with, like you said, Courtney, a sense of responsibility, empathy, respect and kindness towards everyone, knowing that, you know, it's not just about you, your actions really affect the people who are watching you and may take on the words that you say, may take on the behavior that you're putting out there, that it's not, it doesn't just stop with you. Right. And you can still be yourself and do that. Mm -hmm. Still be your own sense of expression. Mm -hmm. I think it's our each individual practice to keep seeing 
how can I connect with my own self and my expression and still be responsible? I think when we really feel that interconnectedness, that responsibility sense is rising up naturally inside. Right. And I think that sense of responsibility determines one's true maturity. Yeah. So uh, on our on our channel on Earth Management TV, we advocate this thing called Earth Hour. We've been talking about it in our previous podcast and we talk about it throughout our YouTube channel if you get a chance to watch it. And um, Earth Hour basically is about choosing a time in the day where you turn off your lights to reduce your carbon footprint, reduce carbon emissions. It's a physical way of you choosing to do something that may be out of your comfort zone, but is contributing to doing something good for the earth. So it's like a symbolic gesture of shutting off a part of your convenience to do something for the earth. And I just wanted to kind of talk about even how something as small as that is an example of how interconnected things are. Because if you just look at it on the surface, me turning off my lights, might seem like, okay, well, it's just affecting me. You know, my room is now dark. It's not affecting Danielle, who's in Seattle. It, it doesn't have anything to do with her. You might think this way because we're physically in different places and it's just about me turning off my lights. What does that have to do with anybody else? Everybody else, their lights are on. But if you look at it in a little bit bigger of a picture, me turning off my lights, my lights are connected to the city's power grid. So if I turn that off, I'm affecting my city's power grid. Yes, it might be very, very small, but still I'm affecting in a very, very small way a power source that goes to other people in my community, other people in my city. So if I do it, it might be small, but if my neighbor also does it, now we have two people who are affecting the city's power grid together that goes out to other people. So if many people do this throughout the world and throughout even the city or the state, imagine the kind of impact we all can have on the power grid that affects the people around us. And by doing that in in multitudes, we are, whether we see it or not, affecting our carbon footprint and affecting the carbon emissions that are necessary to keep up electricity. So. Do Earth Hour. We really recommend it. (laughs) Even that shows how interconnected we are on Earth. Yes. And while you're doing your Earth Hour, you might even want to do some meditation when you turn the light on to keep Ah. upgrading your consciousness. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Do some meditation when you turn your lights off. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you guys so much. I always enjoy our conversations. I hope you guys out there do too. And uh, we will hope to see you next time on Earth Management TV. Yes, our next episode, stay tuned, is about can changing the way we think really solve our problems? We talk a lot about consciousness, but we're really going to dive into does that really matter? Does it really solve our problems? So stay tuned for that next episode. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.